Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey. Okay. This one, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a short one, but y'all know me. I get to talking and it's just a whole vibe, honey, but it is what it is. Anyway, I hope you have an amazing Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So today I just want to share a couple of tips that I have for the multi-passionate entrepreneur. So as you guys know, I am not a fan of niching down. I feel like God equipped us with a variety of gifts for us to use them. And I was actually talking to my biz bestie, y'all know Brianna Queen. She's like my best friend in the world. And we were talking about niching down and we were talking about, it was so funny because she said that for herself, she, for her personality, she has to niche down. But she says that some people, their personality, like their personality is the niche. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was like so mind blowing for me. Cause I was like, oh shoot, like K is a niche. Like what? Anyway, like y'all, you guys are part of my niche. Like K is a niche. And if you are multi-passionate, I want you to say that about yourself. Like you are the niche and you don't have to be someone else or put yourself into a box just because everybody else says that you should. Now, I feel like the online space is like really getting like cool with multi-passionates and being multi-passionate. And now it's like this whole thing that everybody wants to be. But the real OG multi-passionates, like we know the struggle <laughs> that there was before where people were like, you need a niche down and la 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 la. But anyway, I see all this to say, y'all know I'm not a fan of niching down. And especially because like, I, I truly, y'all know, like I believe in the whole spiritual gifts thing. And actually, if you haven't taken a spiritual gifts test, you should definitely take it. If you just Google spiritual gifts test, plenty of them will come up. But, you know, it's important to know like, what is the gift that God equipped you with, right? Like, so there's spiritual gifts, but there's also other gifts, right? So like for me, some of my other gifts besides like the ones that show up on the spiritual gifts test are like, I'm good at teaching. I'm good at photography. I learned social media, which I feel like that's another gift of mine. And while I could have very well niched down and taught like other photographers how to build businesses on social media, why limit myself, right? Yes, I could have totally became like a photography educator, but I didn't want to because I want to work with other types of people too. And so like, anyway, us multi-passionates, like you guys get it. Like you guys get how you just have all these things that you're good at. And sometimes it's, sometimes you can see like, wow, if I were only just like talk about this one thing, everything would make sense. But then like the other end is like, I don't want to, right? Like I don't want to just put myself into this box to work with this group of people. And I feel like that's the double-edged sword of being multi-passionate because everybody wants us to kind of boil ourselves down to one thing and we just cannot do it. Like it's just not in our spirit to do it. And I want to say that that's like the unique part about you. And that like, while it may be a downside to like boil yourself down to one thing, it's also hard for us to learn from others who want us to focus on one thing, right? So one thing that I see that happens a lot is that like, when you are multi-passionate, it can be a power struggle working with people. So not working with like clients, but working with like other coaches, like trying to learn strategies and stuff that work for you. 
And so I want to give a couple of tips for you if you are in this season where you know you're multi-passionate, you know that you're good at all these different things, you know that you're not too crazy about the idea of niching down into one thing. Maybe you are now going to start saying that you are the niche, which is bomb.com, right? And maybe you are just finding yourself in a place where you're like, you know what? I do want to figure out how to grow my business without having to reduce myself to just one part of me. Or I do want to be able to learn strategies and things that actually work without the fear that there's going to be a coach telling me like, well, you only got to pick, like you have to pick one. Like, girl, no, we ain't got time for that. As I'm multi-passionate, like you have so many ideas. So here are my two tips if you are a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Tip number one, you can do all the things, just not at once. Okay, you can do everything. You can do everything on the list, just not at once. So think about me. Okay, I have three different companies, right? Because I do all the things. I just don't do them at once. I have a photography business. I have a marketing agency, social media marketing agency, and then I have a coaching business. What I always say to people who have multiple passions or you have multiple different types of offers or multiple different types of businesses that you want to do, I always say prioritize, don't delete. So prioritize a certain part of your business, but that doesn't mean that you're deleting the others. So I feel like sometimes in coaching, what happens is they're like, okay, you have to niche down to this one thing and now we just focus on this. But I feel like what you should do is say, okay, here are all the things you want to do. Which one are we going to do first, right? Like, let's just, we can do all of it. You can do every single thing. You want to make a course. You want to do in-person classes. You want to host an event. You want to start a podcast. Okay, cool. Let's do all that. But which one are we going to start with, right? We have to prioritize one thing and get it to what I call the point of sustainability. So you start on this one thing, whatever that, whatever the one thing is that you want to start on, whatever one, you know, part of your business you want to start on, you start there and then you put everything else on the list, like a list. I don't know what I call my list. Actually, I just have a list of things that I'm like, oh, these are things that I eventually want to do. And it's a a lot of stuff because I'm just, I'm multi-passionate. I want to do everything. So put everything else on that list and we're not deleting it. We're just prioritizing the one thing on our plate. Because again, you can do all the things, just not at once. And that one thing that you do, get it to a point of sustainability, get it to a point where it's able to run itself. So for those of you that know my story or don't know my story, I'm going to explain this using myself as an example. I started out as an entrepreneur doing photography. I started a photography business. Once my photography business I probably was a photographer for about six to eight months when I started realizing that, wow, like I could really do the social media thing. Like I'm really good at it. I've already like kind of helped people on the low, like a little bit of coaching here and there with it. So maybe I should pursue this whole social media thing. So what I did is I set a goal for my photography business and I said, when my photography business gets to this level, I will pursue social media. I got my business. I got my photography to that level. And coincidentally, that was the same time that I decided to no longer use social media for that business, which is so crazy because that's how I got my start. But I got that business to a certain point and then I was able to do the next thing on my list, which was the social media. So I started the social media agency and while I was in the agency and I was doing photography because now I have two things, but photography wasn't stressful because I had already created processes and systems like it was just running really well. So now I could focus on growing the agency. Well, while I was growing both of these things, on the back end, I started building community, which led me into coaching. Now, I didn't start coaching immediately. I just was sharing my story, sharing my journey, and I was really using it as a way to get photography clients and social media clients. It just so happened after like 
maybe a year and a half or two years that I was like, you know what, maybe I should turn like what I've learned with social media and what I've learned with photography into a program. And that's what led me into coaching. But as you can see, I didn't do, like, I didn't try to do all three of these things at the same time. I took my time and I let one thing grow, let it get mature. And then I added something else and then let that get mature. And then I added the last thing, let that get mature. And then I added on doing events. And then I added on, you know, speaking myself, like I added on different things as my businesses got to a point where they were more sustainable, right? Where, where they were able to, maybe sustainable might not be the best word, but where they were able to almost run themselves, right? It didn't mean that everything was foolproof and automated or whatever, but it did mean that my businesses weren't competing with each other or they weren't stressing me out because I was overwhelmed trying to do too many things. So tip number one, you can do all the things, just not at once. So it's important that you figure out what am I going to prioritize without deleting other parts of yourself. And also realizing that just because something is not a priority doesn't mean you don't work on it. It didn't mean that I didn't learn more about social media. I still was educating myself. I was still learning about social media, even though that wasn't the focus for the time. And I was done with my photography work. Okay, maybe I could do a little bit of stuff over here for the agency to learn more about it so that I could actually... Y'all, I moved, I moved the, uh, the thing. I hope I didn't mess up the audio. But anyway, so prioritize things, do not delete them, right? You want to, like, it's okay to be passionate and to enjoy doing multiple things and to want to add different things to your business or do something completely out of the box, right? Like some people feel like you can't do certain things in business, but like, I'm just like, you can do any, like anything can work. You just have to make it work. And if you're in the niche, people are going to love you. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is don't be afraid to combine your passions. There is actually a way that you can integrate all the things. So technically, when you think about my companies, they actually don't have to be three standalone companies. They actually don't have to be three separate things. I just choose for it to be because it makes sense in my brain for it to be. But you can combine all your passions. And this is what I was literally just saying. Like, you don't have to be afraid to say that, oh, I am an influencer. I'm a mom influencer. I'm a social media manager and I am a youth pastor. Like you, you don't have to be afraid to combine all those things together. Yeah. It may seem to like ra- a random person like, oh, wow, like that's a lot of different stuff. But when you really think about it, it all makes up who you are and it gives you that unique angle that nobody else has, right? I don't know someone who's a mom influencer, youth pastor, and social media manager. Like that sounds pretty cool. And I would actually relate to two of those things. I can relate to being a mom influencer because I did that for a little bit. And I can relate to the social media part. And I feel like sometimes people don't realize that as a multi-passionate that you're actually creating more opportunities for people to relate and connect with you by really allowing yourself to pursue all the different passions. And it's not to say like, again, I don't want you to do all the things at once, but it is a testament of when you do allow yourself that freedom to say, you know what, all my passions, it makes up the niche in me and I'm going to just go with it. People are going to love you for that. I know people love me because I have several different things that I talk about and that I'm good at and that I can connect with them on. So like for some people, I connect with them as a mom, other people I connect with them as as a business owner. And then there's other people who I literally connect with them because I do so many different things. And they're like, me too. Like, 
And, and even I find myself really connecting with people that I see doing a lot of different stuff. And I know I said you can do all the things, but not at once. And I totally mean that. But I mean, we all know how life happens. And sometimes we are juggling 5,000 balls in the air. And that's okay. As long as you're having fun, as long as you're enjoying yourself, don't be afraid. And don't be afraid to, if you decide to integrate everything, that doesn't make you any less multi-passionate. So like for me, for example, I did think about, and I actually did do it for a little while where I was focusing on being a social media educator for photographers. Like specifically, I only work with photographers. And that let me integrate all my passions. It let me integrate photography with coaching and with social media. But as I continued further, I realized I want to work with other people. Like I don't want to niche down into just photographers. And so I was able to open myself up, but I wasn't afraid to combine all my passions to make up my own niche, right? I didn't care. Like it wasn't a big deal. And so I want to encourage you, like if you're multi-passionate, don't be afraid to combine your passions. If you can integrate everything, integrate it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. So those were my two tips. I hope that it could encourage somebody today. If you are like struggling with being a multi-passionate or if you're struggling with like just having all these different gifts and passions and you're like, what in the world is going on? I just want to encourage you to know that one, you can do everything, right? You can do all the things. Don't let anybody tell you you can. You just cannot do it all at once. Prioritize, don't delete. So pick your thing, pick where you're going to start. And this is the this is where multi-passionates get messed up. Pick where you're going to start and do it to completion, right? Or do it to that threshold of it's able to take care of itself, then add something else, right? So a lot of times multi-passionates, we have all the balls in the air at the same time. And that's what keeps us from growing and seeing any real progress. What you want to do is pick your one thing or pick two things, right? Maybe you have the time to work on two things at a time. I'd say pick one, but do you boo? But pick your thing and then get and then get it to completion. So if you say you want to start a course, you want to have a course, you want to have a group program and you want to have digital products, pick one and do it to completion. Once that one is done, then you can add the next one. Then you can add the next one. And that'll keep you from feeling overwhelmed, but also it'll keep you or it'll make sure that you actually hit the goals and do things you want to do. And then second, don't be afraid to combine your passions. If there's a way for you to integrate everything, integrate it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. So hope that was able to encourage you today. Thanks for hanging out with me. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.